0: The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Oh, are we excited today on the Masculine Journey. Fresh off Spring Boot Camp 2018. Sam, how fun was that?
1: Oh, it was an amazing weekend. Uh, You know, people really missed a good one this year. It was a lot of fun. The talks were really good. The activities were amazing. Uh, The kids from the North Carolina Boys Academy were uh, fun and, and engaged. It was really really just a good
0: outing all around. Yeah, I got to tell you that those guys from the North Carolina Boys Academy, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how you could have quite as much fun. We played volleyball. We played softball, which I hadn't played in years and years and years. But there's these kids chasing you around the field, shooting you at point-blank range with airsoft. There's just nothing like it, is there, Sam? Oh, it's
1: fun. You know, and then – getting shot in the back by you that wasn't <laughs> real good
0: but still it that's was the fun.
2: only place he ever shot me too i think there's something
0: yeah well I, we friend. watched fury on you know the movie night and you know they, they had to teach a man how to shoot somebody in the back you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay fair enough you but, needed to be more like desmond dosh from the second night and not have a gun
0: <laughs> <laughs> i tried that once too i got shot up pretty good but that you know there were, it's so much that we come back just enthused with time that's spent alone with God, and and you know Wayne those covenant of silences always bring guys t- to knowledge that who would have man that God does such work in their life
3: yeah that I think one of the greatest things they take from it is that God actually speaks to us, right that, that we can be still and we can actually hear his voice um, if, if you know if we listen. And Harold, what, what are your thoughts? Well, sometimes it can be
4: uh, challenging to hear God give you your new name. It took me uh, at least a couple of uh, boot camps before I finally came up with what I thought he would call me. And so you don't give up. That's the important thing.
0: Eventually you can hear the voice, not of the enemy, but the voice of God, a completely different thing. But today's topic is we're still in this idea of the enemy's toolbox or Satan's toolbox, and it's his voice that sometimes comes from other people and sometimes comes from ourselves. We think we're talking to ourselves, but it's actually the enemy talking to us. So we have a very unusual clip here from Everybody Loves Raymond where he was attempting to drop the habit of being a pessimist. And so he'd gotten on the wagon. He was going to try to think positive throughout the day. And his wife came in with a little news for him. And things went, you know, everybody loves Raymond.
5: (laughs) 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 What? What's wrong with you?
6: I
2: think I have some bad news, Ray. Yeah? Yeah. Your editor called. There's this race. And there's a girl from Long Island, a 13-year-old, who's going to be competing in it and he wants his new head of sports features to cover it. Yeah? It's the Iditarod, Ray. It's in Alaska.
5: Oh.
6: Are you okay?
5: That's a two-week dog sled race in 35 below weather. Stankovich covered that last year and lost a toe.
2: Oh. I'm sorry. It just sounds terrible.
5: Yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> why are you smiling? This isn't exactly good news. Not exactly good news, honey. This is horrible. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. But why aren't you upset? Because I was right. <laughs> uh... I was right. I was walking around all day pretending there wasn't going to be any bad news, but here it is. Bad news. Hello, old friend. Ray, Ray, come on, honey. You're falling off the wagon. No, Don't do it. No, 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 just no, no. I'm a pessimist. That's who I am. That, it's in my blood. This is where I feel comfortable. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. You know, Ray, you are just sick. You're not happy unless you're miserable. Well, bingo! <laughs> Come on, come on, let's go have some crummy leftovers, and then after dinner we'll just sit like lumps and we'll watch a stupid video. Yeah. Well, the kids
5: broke the VCR. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, wow, Jim, I, I guess you kind of resemble that clip.
2: Well, except I'm one of those few that does not love Raymond. I think I know why now, but uh, yes, uh, losing a toe is not that big a deal. I did that last week, and we're limping around now. Uh, One of the things that that speaks to me is that, you know, we have these voices, like you said before the break, or before the clip, we have these voices in our head. Is it God? Is it me? Is it the enemy? And the only true way, I mean, there are times when you absolutely know, but the only real way to know is who's telling you the truth? What, which voice is not lying to you? And uh, I did figure out finally that being called a sexy sage, as my new name, was not. That was, <laughs> that was the
0: enemy.
1: I don't think anyone was going to call you
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wayne, your thoughts on the enemy telling us that, you know, it's going to be horrible. You know, you're going to be right. And and seeing that, you know, he just adopts that agreement as, you know, that's who he is. Right. An identity. Yeah. I did it um,
3: this past weekend, right at the boot camp um, uh, before a talk that I had to give. Uh, uh, enemy was already in my head about how horrible uh, I was going to do. Um, had a, one of the other guys come up and right before the talk, uh, you know, Brian came up and oh, I can't wait to hear you speak. You know, this is my favorite talk. And Immediately in my head and and spoken out loud was, oh crap! I hope I don't screw up your <laughs> your talk too bad. Um, uh, so and it 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 started to you know go downhill from there in my head. You know even while I was up there speaking, um, I, I felt good in the beginning. But then that little voice came and and, and
0: these little things would go wrong. And oh, what am I going to say now? So. And if you jump in on that, right, Sam? Can you? Since you had the warfare talk, obviously, this agreement thing's huge.
1: It is, you know, and I think you know, and I going back to what you said about how do you know whose voice you're really hearing, you know, I think you know just testing the fruit of it, you know being miserable, if that's a net result, that's probably not from God. I'm just thinking you know it's probably not from him, and the devil would uh would have a benefit of having you be miserable and have a spouse around you miserable. You know, but this voice of the enemy, you know, it comes to us, you know, in self-talk like you're talking about, but there's a couple other dynamics of it which we'll touch on during the show is it can come from other people, but then the third part is, you know, we got to be careful not to be the voice of the enemy to others.
0: Right, or in this case, as Wayne described it, he was the voice of the enemy to himself because if you if you say it back out loud... You're actually jumping in on the agreement side of that, and once you've given Satan access through making that agreement with him, he now has got a foothold, right? Sometimes I think you can
4: be perceived as a pessimist, and that may not be accurate. Uh, I'm thinking of myself. Uh, My sweetheart uh, has a tendency to get upset with me because after some 40-plus years of computer programming, I have a tendency to look for what could go wrong. And not uh, I don't necessarily consider myself a pessimist, but that's my tendency, and anything that comes up, I'm trying to look ahead, because my attitude is it's easier to solve a problem if you can avoid it than it is to deal with it when it happens.
0: I think as, as long as you don't jump in there and go, I know there's a problem here, because now I've made it a... And, and and that gets back to the agreement thing, Sam, which I'd really love you to speak to,
1: yeah, that's the real real danger of the voice of the enemy. It's not what he says to you, it's not what others say to you, it's how you interpret those and take them as truth. as soon as you accept them as truth in your life, you make an agreement with it, you say yeah i'm I'm not a good speaker, or, yeah, I'm a pessimist, or I don't have anything to say, or whatever that voice sounds like, then you give them access to your life, and that's the danger of agreements. You know, Paul writes, you know, don't let the sun go down on your anger, that's paraphrased obviously, but it's don't let the sun go down to give the enemy a foothold. And so if we have things that we're believing, whether it's that we're anger and we didn't repent from it, Um, if we're believing these lies of the enemy and we let the sun go down repeatedly on it, it becomes rooted in our lives.
3: So, uh, what kind of things do you guys do to, to break off those agreements? Well, you got to you know, go ahead, Sam.
1: Go ahead. I think for me, I just got to have the ears to listen for them. You know, because they come at you so consistently. You know, I I mean, I hear throughout the day, "Oh, you're blowing it again," or "You're failing at this," or "Someone's going to think you don't know what you're doing." Basically, the enemy saying you don't have what it takes. You know, and I've been doing my job for a number of years, and I've done pretty well with it, I think. I'm still doing it. And, you know, but that doesn't stop the voice. Now, that voice has no power unless I accept that and say, yeah, you know, and I make an agreement with it. Wow, then everything starts to go haywire.
2: And Sam, on that note, uh, part of it is, exactly what you said being aware of that i caught myself today after your talk and i've been to umpteen boot camps but it came home that when i said you're such an idiot to myself today as i misplaced something i don't even remember what it was anymore i immediately thought of your talk and you saying you know if you're saying it in the third person to yourself then that could be an agreement at the least, and it might even be the enemy with your voice. And I caught myself and said, no, I'm not an idiot. I just wasn't paying attention to where I put things.
1: Yeah, unless you're an NBA player, then you're speaking third person all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, as long as it's not the royal we. Well, it's key, and and it was interesting that Gaither and I were talking. You know, he was so excited about the boot camp that he was like, man, we've. I told – uh, Wayne that we ought to get this thing on some kind of reality TV show this thing is awesome I mean, he was serious and he said but you know no network TV would ever you know air such a thing and I said whoa 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 <laughs> I said sounds like agreement Gaither and he goes you know what you're right and immediately said hey you know what they got public access on I need to go to the people at Yadkin TV and so, you know immediately when he spotted the agreement away we go so when we come back we're going to Take a look at when you the voice of the enemy comes at you from somebody that's close to you, like who loves you, perhaps, that you would not expect it to come from. Or, you know, it comes from all over the place. We're going to go into that. We've got so much more coming up for you. Guess what?
1: Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way, you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that.
4: Then you can go to Facebook.com, where you can click the Donate button. Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the Donate button.
1: Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285.
6: I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse.
1: So, guys, what's this I hear about this BOGO continuing for the boot camp? Well, how could we not continue the BOGO? Yeah, but Christmas is over. Everyone else has stopped their BOGOs. Well, it's always a time for giving, Dennis. It's a Masculine Journey Boot Camp BOGO. Buy
0: one, give one free. $199. What an amazing thing that would be to give somebody a gift. And what they really end up getting is their heart back. Coming April 12th through the 15th. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. It's one of the greatest investments I know of. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey. Today we are back in Satan's toolbox. The voice of the enemy. Sometimes coming from people that are close to you. Sometimes people that the last person you would kind of expect it to come from like your father oh my word well such is the case in the movie rudy you might remember rudy if you've seen the movie he was his dream was to go to notre dame and play football in spite of the fact that he was not probably the most gifted athlete in the world but i mean this was a big deal to rudy right jim i mean this was his that was his dream
2: he wanted to be there and he did everything he could to
0: get there and and if you watch the movie, wouldn't you agree with me, Jim? It was really his glory.
2: It was, and it was. They, don't want to spoil it. Of course, it's a twenty-year-old movie, <laughs> but you know the fact that everybody rallied around him, and he did get to play, and, and
0: it played it, a big role, really, yeah, in his was. own way. Uh, you know, and he went on to be Sam Ganji in in Lord of the Rings, right, yeah. Sam?
1: Yeah. He did, you know, and a lot of other good parts.
2: Which yeah, gives you so some idea out. of his si- physical size for
0: playing football. But also, it, you know, it's an interesting to, to me that the character is similar. You know, here's this very faithful servant who just believes, like, you know, Sam did in Lord of the Rings. Here he is in Rudy, here in his dad.
6: Dad, what are you doing here? Your
5: grandfather. Saved all of his life to bring the family to this country. He got a good job in the stockyards. He had a nice little house in South Chicago. When I was about 12. <laughs> Somebody sold him on the idea. He ought to move to the country and become a dairy farmer. Yeah. <laughs> he buys some land you know, and Gets a couple hundred cows Within five months Everyone of those cows was dead With disease It was a depression Couldn't sell the land There's no work So one day, he took off. Didn't come back. My brothers and me, we split up to live with friends and relatives. (sighs) Chasing a stupid dream causes nothing but you and everyone around you heartache. Notre Dame is for rich kids, smart kids, great athletes. It's not for us. You're a Rudiger. There's nothing in the world wrong with being a Rudiger. You can have a nice life. Frank is going to take over plan number two in a couple years. he make more than me and Johnny. You know he's in charge of the expansion program.
6: I don't want to be Frank.
0: He goes back to his identity right here
4: yep you got to follow a dream you'll be miserable if you don't
0: and you know satan uh, jesus when he heard this out of peter he he, he took big offense to it didn't he Sam?
1: <laughs> you know he did you know get behind me satan i think is what he said to him but robbie i want to make a point on that clip that i don't want to miss the dad's, i think the dad's heart is good towards rudy I mean, he really thinks he's trying to help him. He's not trying to be the voice of the enemy, but he's operating out of his own woundedness and his own agreements, which then manifest into potentially wounding his son.
2: And Peter, in much the same way, with Jesus, was I don't want going you to, to Jesus' defense, but it was the wrong answer.
0: But Peter, I mean, Jesus was really, really quick to realize what voice he was hearing in spite of the fact that it was coming out of really one of his best friends if not his best friend you know here comes this this voice and it was a quick and subtle i mean not quick and not subtle rebuke that brings the question
3: you know as brothers uh, whenever we see one another and we see the glory in another person around us right um we have a responsibility to encourage them in, in that, not to to break them down to 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 tear them apart, right?
0: Yeah, which leads to another great question, right, Sam? How do we recognize the voice of the enemy against somebody else? Because what, you know, as you talked about, we we heard the third person when we're thinking about it about ourselves, but now you're experiencing the war friend of somebody else that you know struggling in this area. For some reason you keep hearing, telling he can't do it telling me it's it's crazy
1: yeah you know i think that being alert to what you're hearing filtering it before it comes out and really saying is this truly from me is this what i believe you know we've talked in the past that there's a couple buzzwords that you listen for you know always and never you know when you're going to tell somebody you always do this in a negative connotation or you never do this in a negative connotation you're attacking them and that's that's honestly, for the most part, from the enemy. Because I don't know, and we talked about on the show, that I don't know that there's anything I always do, you know, or very little that I never do as far as, like, good things I'm supposed to do. You know, and I think sometimes just being aware of those things that we're saying um, is key, you know, and and filtering them before they come out.
0: And so that was a, from my standpoint, that last clip was, A fairly innocent dad like you said with a really good heart towards his son that you know probably had a fair amount of integrity and was looking for a good clean wholesome life for his son now we got another clip it's from the movie Braveheart and it's another father who loves his son but it's the father of the Robert the Bruce and this man has been greatly corrupted by power over the years and it also is the voice of the enemy as his son comes to him listen to Robert De Bruce's enthusiasm and is excited about this idea of freedom and fighting for what's right. And then what does a dad do to that?
6: Father? Uh, come in, come in. A rebellion has begun. Under whom? A commoner named William Wallace. He will embrace this rebellion, support it from our lands in the north. I will gain English favor by condemning it and ordering it opposed from our lands in the south. Sit down. Stay a while. This Wallace. Uh, He doesn't even have a knighthood. But he fights with passion. And he inspires. (laughs) And you wish to charge off and fight as he did, eh? So would I, eh? (laughs) Well, maybe it's time. It is time to survive. You're the 17th Robert Bruce. The 16 before you passed you land and title because they didn't charge in. Call a meeting of the nobles. they do nothing but talk. Rightly so. They're as rich in English titles and lands as they are in Scottish, just as we are. You admire this man, this William Wallace. Uncompromising men are easier to admire. His courage, so does a dog, but it is exactly the ability to compromise that makes a man noble. And understand this. Edward Longshanks is the most ruthless king ever to sit on the throne of England. And none of us, and nothing of Scotland will remain, unless we are as ruthless. Give ear to our nobles, knowing their minds.
0: Is the key to the throne? You know, Sam, the word that uh, you share every, you know, boot camp right near the end, as the guys leave, with that kind of enthusiasm and that kind of like, I'm going to go fight, you know, and I'm going to go fight for my bride, and I'm going to go fight for my church, and I'm going to go fight. You always give that one word about guarding, right?
1: Yeah, guard your heart for it's the wellspring of life From Proverbs. And we do need to guard our heart. You know, you have really in that clip some of the things that you hear and and some other things to look for for when you think it's the voice of the enemy. Shame is typically that. Um, Just obligation out of a not necessarily good place. You know, that you feel obligated, but it's not like a... uh, it kills your passion kind of obligation. You know, you have Robert the Bruce who's passionate about going and trying to do the right thing. And just all those little things that duty, that obligation, that shame is just stripped away. It strips away his passion and his desires to go do what he's being called to do.
0: And, you know, when I listen to that clip, Sam, I think of a hundred thousand business meetings I've attended where it was clearly all about the money it wasn't about the customer it it wasn't about what the real values of the business were i I actually well no i'm not going to go there (laughs) but you know how many times have you sat there and, and and realize that these people are going after the money that it's not about these poor scottish people that are their wives are being raped. And, and, and can you imagine the horror of all that? But they've got to keep their lands and their money, Howard, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: it's a, it's a real shame when you see people that are lured uh, by power and money and, and that they're willing to close their eyes to, to what's in front of them. That, that to me is, is really sad. And it is so easy to do. I mean, we say those people, but that's us.
2: The power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. We're all susceptible to that. We're all susceptible to the money.
0: Yeah, it's it's a a thing that you can't miss. But also, here's a here's the situation. If you could see the the look in Robert DeBruce's eyes as he went into the meeting with excitement and a vision and something clear, he was robert the bruce's glory being just literally sucked out of him by the one he loved
3: well you can see that in any time you know the optimism and pessimism pessimism uh, yeah whatever that word is it it spreads right it's like wildfire Um, you can encourage others and you can tear others down by the power of your tongue
0: like yeast so they say so wow how fun is this we would love to have you come to the next boot camp it is coming up in the fall, November 1st through the 4th, we got another BOGO going on. So buy one, give one free. Bring somebody for $199. Boy, would we love to see you there. Boy, we'd love to see what God's doing in your life. Feel free to contact us at MassBandJourneyRadio.org.